Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifier's Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. If you hate the show, Consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. For the most up-to-date news on the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... That brings us to Dr. Lawrence at the Broadway Green Box. So the address you got given is for what... Maybe this was a theater at one point or something, but it appears to like a like a fifty person theater tops kind of thing. Like it's definitely kind of several types of condemned or maybe used for storage only. And the instructions you got are that you're going to the prop room for this, and you make your way through. It's kind of it's dark. It's probably using your cell phone as a flashlight, and you eventually kind of see towards like the back corner of the space a like a sliding cage door kind of thing. Like it's, it's dividing off a certain part of the space from the rest of the space. And as you're walking through the space, it's just kind of this weird collection of like vaudeville stuff, not grisly, but kind of like off putting like porcelain masks and lots of kind of that style stuff. Lots of clowning equipment for lack of a better phrase too. Like if you have a fear of clowns, it's not especially fun being here. Uh, she's not afraid of clowns, but she is afraid of asbestos. So yeah. she does have, um, even though it's not going to be very effective, she does have uh, a mask on. Sure. No, it's, it's a, it, these types of things are musty, definitely. And you get to the back and the instructions had a key location for you. You have track down the key inside of a little prop can of some kind. You pop open the inside of the cage and the inside of the cage is uh, it's got a couple kind of storage lockers inside of it that have been stacked up. You have to take some time unloading and kind of pulling apart from each other. But what it also has is just a collection of marionettes just kind of stacked in one corner. And each one's creepy, but not inherently all that weird looking. She's just going to ignore those for now and start looking through the um, uh, start looking through the boxes, the, the lockers. Yeah. Now, she's so starting through the lockers and there's kind of it's some rations some flashlights some kind of older-looking body armor-style stuff. You do find a couple shotguns in there. You do find a uh, carbine of some kind. Uh, it's a kind of not, not a full kind of automatic rifle, but like a scope uh, marksman rifle, if you will. You pull those out. You pull that out of one of the boxes. It's um, got a little post-it note tag to the side of it, which says Oswald on it. Huh. Uh, yeah. All right. Is that the uh, the stuff of note in there? Yeah, it's pretty kind of minor stuff. It's lots of files from various cases that have been put together. The occasional kind of weird oddity, like a smashed up doll or something like that, but nothing inherently too supernatural in this space or too unnatural, if you will. Doing all this has kicked up a lot of dust, though, so give me a constitution check. Sure. Any bonuses for the mask? Yeah, I'll give you a plus 10 for that. For 58 out of uh, modified 60 success. Yeah, so you think you're going to cough or you're sneezing. You don't, you don't kind of manage to catch yourself. But it's weird. You feel like there's something like in your throat, maybe. Like it's uh, maybe you're coming down with something where it's allergies. Like it's real musty in here. But so you're gonna leave? Yeah, she's she'll take note of everything that that's in there and then leave and head back to Midas. You mean alertness check? Sure. Fifty-eight out of fifty-four success or failure. Eh, don't notice something. Maybe feel like something was kind of out of the corner of your eye was different or something like that. But nothing too weird going on in here so yeah you kind of grab the gear it's useful there we'll say it's a couple of shotguns some kind of older school probably worse than most of what you have uh kind of kevlar vests and stuff like that it's not a especially useful green box but it's also not like of the possible ones in new york this one's pretty low stakes it seems this was again yeah. just based off proximity to where you were at previously a lot of financial files 
She'll throw everything useful into a duffel bag and just, yeah, go back to Midas. Do you lock the place as you're leaving? Yes. All right, cool. Uh, she'll double check the bag, too, and make sure that, you know, there's nothing hiding in there. But... Yeah, no, nothing like that. So you get kind of two-thirds of the way out of this kind of weird... Maybe it's still being used, maybe it's not storage facility, and you kind of hear off in the distance something rattling the cage door. <laughs> oh, good thing it's locked, right? Dude, go back for the creepy doll, dude. Go back for it. <laughs> no. She just keeps walking. Actually, she like <laughs> she takes out <laughs> one of the shotguns until she gets to the front door, and then we'll stow it before heading out onto the street. Yeah. Come on, it'll be like our sidekick. Come on. Yeah, you'll go investigate the green box and just find Florence fucking dead. (laughs) (laughs) Not all green boxes are terrible. This one was, obviously. Yeah. What? Yeah, so you've got your gear, you've got the kind of, uh, is it off the Hyde Mansion? I will start, we'll probably say it's like early afternoon, we'll say like 2, 3 p.m. at the latest at this point. It's off the Hyde Mansion, or you got to kind of do some last minute city stuff before you head out? Did we want to go to that office, or are we good just going up to Hyde Park? I think we should just go up to Hyde Park. Sounds good. Sorry, um, sorry, fiddlesticks. It's useful in case we need it when we come back, you know? We might think of a reason. Yeah, so it's a lovely Wednesday, late afternoon, summer drive up through upstate New York. It's lots of trees, lots of, not a lot around. You pass some, you pass some farms, you go across some canals, and eventually you arrive in and you kind of laugh at you get there. So it's not cat skill, it's kit skill. New York. It's a small town. Uh, it's real proud of its uh, heritage, if you will. They boast to have the most historic or miles around kind of thing. They're, they're, their whole thing is like historic American town. <laughs> but yeah, there's a variety of t- there's a, lots of science that leads to the Hyde Mansion. Like you gotta kind of go there. You gotta try and like ask around town some. What what's the play at this point? Well, on the way over, could Florence have looked up uh, the mansion and see if? She- oh yeah, totally. Like, they have a whole historic website and. Lots of details about that and finding like various pictures of the inside is pretty simple. So, yeah, the building is a three-story kind of old-school, like actually colonial-era house of some kind. It's big. It's not quite sure the exact floor plan would be. But, yeah, it was designed to kind of be a, a well-to-do locals house back in the day kind of thing. It's been improved a couple times since then. Maybe a, like, maybe a high-ranking mayor of some kind lived here or some of those big in shipping. But, yeah, it's got dates back quite a ways so burning it down would probably be something people would notice unfortunately but maybe you'll have to it's got historic values a lot of the stuff you come across got a basement three floors uh, ample viewing across the back like the property looks beautiful like it, for a bunch of potentially evil unnatural cultists they picked a cool place to have a party it's very scenic the, the surrounding woods are quite nice it's it's dripping with history american history if you will god this place is disgusting it's a little unnerving, but I mean, you gotta have a sh- you gotta have a shtick or something at least with small towns like these, right? Orange just shrugs. So, was Miss Pine able to kind of get us on any of these uh, catering lists, or has she not gotten back to you? Catering lists definitely outside of her abilities or the security team. Again, like if she got you on, that'd be super suspicious that you were something like, "Oh, I want to work for this place." Like, I, I think I covered that, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. I remember now. Do you think we should probably? Do you think we should get rooms here in the town? Probably a town or two away. I think, if anything, we should split up. Wait, John. Is John here? I look around. I assume Foxtrot's there. Yeah, well, I figured we were all grouping up. Yeah, me too. Okay. Well, apparently, we are being followed, so I'm imagining they're going to follow us here as well. Unless we, like, lost their tail. On our way up here, I mean, you know, I make sure we're not following. I mean, it's 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 like what, like a six-hour drive or something. Like oh, that easily, like yeah. But it's very it's very easy to tell if someone's following you. And you weren't as best you could tell. I, you weren't. I'm not. I'm kind of ambiguous about that. Yeah, you, no one followed you. Okay. Like I said, you know, I I I do try to make sure that, sure that we all we all are stay in different towns or at least a couple of towns away. I was trying to think whether or not we should try to pre-scope this place out a bit, or maybe start asking around about like this mansion or. Anything else like that, but that might just start drawing attention towards us. Maybe there's like a little town tour. They've got to have a town tour somewhere. Yeah, several. Cool. I'm going to do some local shit, and I'm going to see if I could get like a little town tour to find out more about this little area. Because if this mansion's over here, and this mansion's already kind of suspicious, I want to see how much influence that this specific place has and how much this kind of runs deep. Pretty sure I have some sort of touristy-looking clothes somewhere. 
Yeah, this is upstate New York, too. It attracts all types. It's not leafing season, admittedly. No need to really blend in that hard. It's touristy kind of thing, and they're happy to have people. Your tour is conducted by a guy in pseudo-historically accurate outfits. Like, it's heroes are wrong. It's kind of a mishmash of stuff, but he looks colonial, and he happily shows you around town, and you feel pretty confident afterwards that the town at least isn't in on this. And kind of in the back of your brain, there is the note that it does seem like the Century Club moves around its parties. Kind of. There's no one set location where they do their stuff. So this is just kind of probably where they picked. Uh, there's a couple mentions of the house, like how it's this, the big historical thing. They do much out it's closed for some private function, which they're super jazzed about, but kind of like, oh, sorry, we can't show you it. Like it's got a, it's got some stables. It's got a really cool basement. Like the the grand kind of main floors. This is beautiful. Kind of used to entertain and have big old parties and dances and stuff. And people came from all over to celebrate the seasonal changes and stuff. Like again, like the it's a town that's tourism exists probably off of apple picking and historical sightseeing. Oh, right on. So this is a rentable space. I have a. You know, I have a bishop's gathering. Um, we're going to be having like a little men's conference soon. I just wanted to see just like, hey, this is a really cute town, somewhere we could all focus and just kind of relax as well as just kind of, you know, focus on God and whatnot. Do you by any chance have like a brochure or places to really talk about? I want to know how much space is going to be available, like kind of the layout of this mansion whether or not this is going to be big enough to house that many church leaders at once. Yeah, the guy perks up with this, too. We could definitely get you in contact with someone that could help you out with that. Uh, he does mention that if you're looking for a tour, they probably can't get that for you because of the event going on there this uh, kind of upcoming weekend. But, yeah, no, it's totally something you could try and look into if you so wished. Oh, perfect, perfect. Yeah, let me go ahead and get that phone number. I I think this would be a great place to have our conference. The he gives you the name of a woman named Sarah Cudgel, who's, I guess, the head of the Historical Society and would be the person to contact about trying to rent uh, the Hyde Mansion. I want to contact Sarah and see if she has kind of like a PDF of a of the layout of the mansion. Kind of like, hey, we've got some multiple events kind of going yeah, on. Yeah, she sends you kind of their standard package of stuff. It's a, it's a couple floor plans. It mentions some off uh, kind of off-limits rooms for historical reasons. But yeah, so... Based on this, the main kind of the layout of this place is the bottom floor, the kind of the ground floor is this kind of big open space where they kind of recommend most parties happen. Like it's got lots of room to mingle. And the second story is kind of a gallery where kind of it wraps around the main floor and this kind of you can look down on it. And there are a couple larger rooms off that one directly opposite where you kind of come in the main doors. And the third floor is where a bunch of the bedrooms are. And they kind of, yeah, if you could stay away from those, those are kind of the more historically fragile and stuff like we've we can maintain the bottom too much easier because they're well a little more durable and much more open, less kind of stuff to maintain. But yeah, it it seems like the bottom, like the first and second floor are where most of the stuff is. They have done some work to make the basement more kind of usable for catering and kind of party storage and stuff like that. And there's a variety of access points as there were back in the day kind of thing. Like the entire brochure is written very much like we've taken great efforts to not change the historical impact of the Hyde Mansion, despite making it more usable for your functions. This has power. It's got kind of a normal hookup and stuff like that. They have done those types of upgrades to it over time. There's a whole stable. They kind of make a point of being like, oh, and you've got extra space in there for your party storage or whatever you might need kind of thing. There's um, stuff on site for an extra generator if you need to do something like that as well. Again, they this is a source of income for the town that they rent out this place. It's got all the kind of amenities you would want. They have kind of catering hookups and all that jazz for what you need to do outside or whatever at that point as well as well as indoor are there any kind of fun little things like oh this also used to be a space where prohibition was happening and they have like secret tunnels and whatnot i mean it's not really any kind of thing that would kind of influence a conference but it's always super fun to just you know have some other things to kind of look at i'm not asking at seeing them now but like uh, is it is it one of those little trick houses with trap doors or not really like that's uh yeah, there's not there's nothing around to tunnel two if that makes any sense. Oh, cool. I forward the PDF to everyone else. Like, well, here's the floor plan of the mansion. So with military science, you're gonna kind of recognize that like the bottom floor is incredibly assaultable. It's just large, kind of openable windows and doors that swing outwards. Hell yeah! Nice. That's like all of us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Except yeah, for Florence. Yeah, mine's at fifty. I guess if that. 
I don't know if it makes a difference. But you said we already can tell, right? Yeah, this is like this is pretty easy. Like anyone that's got like a anyone who's ever done anything pseudo paramilitary, which is all of you at this point, recognizes that this place was not designed to repel an assault back when it was built, let alone in the modern era. Like it's very much designed to kind of be openable up and be a big social space and kind of welcoming and for parties and entertaining and stuff like that. Again, the place isn't inherently sinister. It's just old and historic and an inherently sinister group has chosen to make it their dinner party location. Like Dracula's castle isn't inherently horrifying because it's Dracula's castle. It's inherently terrible because of Dracula. But you can just have silly events there and vice versa. All right, so it's kind of getting towards evening at this point while Faustus was off doing... It's kind of tourism towards anyone else up to anything special? Did you kind of try and sneak towards Hyde Mansion to do some surveillance, or what What were you trying to do? Yeah, that's what I was going to try to do. You know, yeah. use, use that nice that nice binoculars just to get, like, uh, get a get a good look-see. Yeah, so you got to do, like, a half hour of hiking to kind of go out and around, but you managed to get kind of a good vantage point on it. You probably brought some of the listening gear with you, I'm guessing. If it'll work. I mean, I'm trying to get pretty, not, not necessarily close, but, you know. Oh, yeah, no, that stuff's got some range, especially if there's kind of not a lot of other interfering sounds around. Yeah, so anyone go with them? If it's surveillance, then yeah. I'm... Lawrence, what are you up to during all this? Lawrence is not good at sneaking around at all, so she will just find a good spot to kind of watch where they're going to be at, basically, their area, and just yeah. place fodder for them in case someone's, you know, like, coming up to, to say hello to them. She can let them you're know. You're far enough where you're probably not in kind of danger of being unstealthy. Like, maybe they'll assume it's a deer in the woods there's something snapping. I'm assuming kind of like the property for this is big. Like, you'd have to kind of be stupid and wander out of the uh, woods around it to be really suspicious. Yeah, then she'll go with them. Actually, she's going to stay and make bullets. Okay, that works. We'll see how many you make a little bit later. But yeah, so you're out surveilling and you're watching all this and not a lot's happening. There are kind of various conversations about, uh, through the microphone staff you're using, you can have various conversations about catering and the setup and how kind of they're on the clock and everything has to be perfect for Friday and all that jazz. You do kind of eventually figure out who you believe to be Rebecca Strickland, who's kind of in charge of the catering aspects of this. She's running around just kind of frantic. Her frizzy hair is already as extra frizzy kind of thing. She's loud and insisting and a variety of other stuff. So remember back in the party kind of binder you found the make and model of the free kind of refrigerated truck that you saw does pull up kind of towards the end of the day. So the kind of towards the end of Wednesday afternoon into evening and it parks kind of out by where they said you could store stuff like the generator if need be. You got to stay there all night. What's the plan? I just really quick want to note as they're talking about like routines and everything else like that, I'm be taking note of what the uh, catering plans and and everyone's movements are going to be looking like. They're not talking about that specifically. It's more kind of set up. Um, it's a oh, lot of it. talk okay. about how the Friday night dinner is the important one. The rest of it's just catering. Okay. You do give, you do get the occasional kind of nugget about how they have to cook a lot of different meals for the Friday night one. Like everyone's expecting something a little different. Okay. What time do people start leaving? This isn't any of the kind of principles, as far as you can tell. It's just kind of general staff. They're probably there till 8, 9 o'clock at the earliest kind of thing, probably a little bit later, just setting up and making sure everything's up and running. They probably, based on what you're hearing, you, they have to kind of start cooking stuff tomorrow, hypothetically. Okay, so there's nobody There's nobody there at like 9, maybe 10. Uh, probably closer to 11, but yeah, then you're just kind of trying to sneak in at that point. Um, Yeah, if uh, if Foxtrot is up for it. Yeah, I am. Hell yeah, let's do it then. The three of us are just going to be you two. Oh, are you are you with us? I'm pretty stealthy, despite, despite my age. Uh, I, I meant, are you like with us, like physically? Oh, I thought you meant like um, this was already at, like at nighttime, or we're out of character. Are you with us? Out of character? No, I'm doing the tour and finding uh, out. By nighttime, the... you're free, though. I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. like, I'm good. I'm good to go when it comes to like actually going at night. Oh yeah, definitely. You can come with us. Yeah. All right, so as night falls, you see kind of a couple flashlights going around. Maybe it's security. Maybe it's just kind of someone doing some last-minute stuff. But, like, it's maybe one or two people tops. But the place is definitely up and emptied out. You know, I waited out at this point. What are you doing? Um, are those people, like, patrolling? Ah, sort of, but they're real lazy about it. Like, you kind of see someone outside for a little while, and they go back inside, and they're kind of back outside a little bit later. Very slow, meandering patrols, though, definitely. Uh, are there security cameras? Not that you observed while you were there. It's also very old, and installing that type of stuff would be historically damaging. 
Gotcha. Because there's there's like a ninety five percent chance that if they're not patrolling, then they're probably just on their phones. Yeah. <laughs> no, probably safe assumption. See, so I guess I guess we could try and sneak in, you know, and we'll get a little closer unless this guy's got got an objection. What are you looking for exactly? You're not going to the house. You're not going to the barn. What what are you trying to zero in on? Well, realistically, they're probably not patrolling to the barn, right? No. Oh, let me go check that out. And I believe we also have some bugs. That was already assumed when we traveled to the town, right, Charlie? We didn't have yeah, you got you have gear, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I'll follow along. We'll go to the barn, but I definitely want to kind of drop a couple bugs. I mean, do do we do we feel like we have enough to like get like a pretty good coverage of inside and outside? Yeah, it would like... take some time to get through it though, definitely. So you're gonna go to the barn first? Yeah, and obviously I'm like we're looking out for cameras and like yeah. You know, yeah. Now you're not seeing anything. Again, it would it would ruin the historic value of the place. So kind of shoved up in the barn is a lot of catering equipment, which makes a certain amount of sense because they're probably providing a bunch of their own stuff, but it's maybe too much catering equipment. I'm trying to think of what skill would be applicable to this. Like, does anyone have anything that's kind of socialite for lack of a better phrase, or like might it relate to cooking? Well, let me take a look. Like almost like an anthropology might even apply here if someone's gonna hide it, if someone's got something in that. I've got twenty percent. I'm sorry, did you say accounting? Anthropology. Shit. <laughs> I mean anyone got any kind of thing, anything more art relating, I guess, at that point, or not really? Oh, no way. Yeah. I didn't think so. Yeah, um give me an anthropology role. Uh I'll give you give you a plus twenty at this one. Sixty one failure. It seems weird, but you can't quite put your finger on it. Like, it's a weird mishmash of equipment in here. I mean, I'm sorry, when you say, like, equipment, do you mean, like, ovens or, like, tools? Well, like, burners. and So, so uh, the way kind of catering stuff in this case might hypothetically work is you have to bring in your own stuff. So they're going to have to bring in kind of all their serving equipment and all their heating equipment and maybe some extra stoves and grills and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's not there's probably not enough in the historic house to do that. Whatever they have might be not big enough for that whole setup. But yeah, it's... For stuff like this, you often have like a small mobile kitchen that comes with you, and that would be probably a couple stoves, a couple ovens, some like boilers and all that stuff. There's too much of that, though, for this. Yeah, I assume it's like for cooking the goats, right? Maybe. I mean, like, this, this, like Ages, Ages Catering is like not a large operation. Like, there's no reason to have all this stuff. Could you make so the argument like... that due to the over-expenditure of this equipment, you can intuitively look at this with your accounting skills and say this is suspicious, or just I'm just saying it's, it, for like a small dinner. For I'm just saying it's people. too much stuff. Again, like for the small dinner, okay. it'd be way too much stuff. But if they are indeed like, if a hundred people plus show up to this, this isn't totally outside of the realm if it makes sense. But it's also too much equipment, definitely. Like it's it'd be like yeah, you'd need like four ovens. They have six, and that's not inherently weird, but yeah, like to kind of back to the goats for a second, there's one too many spit roasting devices kind of thing where it's like it's like one pig will feed a lot of people, one goat will feed not an insignificant number of people. you do not need this much equipment yeah that's that's what I mean I mean like they gotta cook the goats and the normal food, so that's probably what it's for yeah can can I inspect this equipment? Sure, rolling a search to inspect this equipment for any kind of irregularities. And if it is spooky equipment, I would like to use my Colt. <laughs> I found oh, spooky search. equipment. <laughs> Damn this cursed stove. <laughs> Look, the broad, like the Broadway green box had already kind of things going on. I mean, whatever. But just to let you know, I did fumble that search with a 44%. Ooh, I'm starting off my rules <laughs> strong tonight. Yeah, so... No, it's nothing inherently weird about the equipment, just the kind of the amount of it seems off. You do kind of trip at one point, just kind of like knock into some stuff and knock some stuff over. It makes a bit of a racket while you're doing that, but nothing immediately seems to be happening. Maybe you hear kind of the sound of someone off in the distance coming towards the barn. But again, it's not so much what's there, it's the amount of stuff that's there. Like it's, you don't need this much equipment to cook this much food. Is it just is it just this cooking equipment in the barn? Yeah, it's just kind of being used as storage. Like maybe there's some like linens and stuff like that for tables and a couple extra tables. But beyond that, it's yeah, nothing inherently overtly suspicious here. All right. Well, I guess I guess we get out of dodge then, right? Sure. You like leave the you leave the property. You just kind of leave the barn. Yeah, we leave the barn. We'll wait yeah. till it cools back down. Before we leave the barn, I want to see if I could perhaps like because some of those like bugs are magnetic. Sure. Is this equipment metal? Like yeah, a it's bunch of it, like okay yeah. Could I, I wanted to stick maybe like a bug or two on some of the like 
something that wouldn't necessarily be close to heat, but like that would hold food. Like what? Hmm, I'm trying to think what catering equipment I could grill like dishwasher. Yeah, like I, a, yeah, like a is there like stuff. A, is there like a push cart maybe? Yeah, like so. Yeah, I'll, I'll put I'll put like a bug on like two push carts or something, but on the, the underside or something. Yeah, yeah, no, that's underside. that's doable. Yeah, it's definitely I'll, doable. I'll do that. Yeah. All right, so you're staying around to do that. Foxtrot and Florence. Uh, Florence is kind of off in the woods, so she kind of come up with everyone for this. Um, uh, I mean, if they like ask her to come, she will. But uh, no need to, I guess, if they understand she's got kind of a bad leg. So uh, I, I think she's just sticking to. She's probably just sticking to. Um, yeah, uh, that's fine by me. Yeah. So Faustus and Francis, you kind of sneak out of there. Foxtrot, you stay there. Uh, as you're kind of getting out of there, you do realize that the security guard is making his way there. The clattering did make a sound. Give me a stealth check, Foxtrot. Uh, 34 to 50 success. Yeah, you kind of duck behind some stuff, and the guy looks in and kind of whips the flashlight around some, kind of shrugs and goes, that ah, must have been just badly stacked or something, and seems to walk back towards the house. All right. So, yeah, once uh, once I can see that I'm clear from the security guard, I'm going to go ahead and catch Yeah. What's next? Uh, so at this point, so there is the barn, and then after that is the main house. Are there any other side buildings other than, like, the barn? Nah, it's just uh, the main house. There's a couple kind of small, like, tents that have been erected, but you can see in them just fine. All that's left is the kind of freezer truck and the main house. Okay, kind of things of note. Do we want to sabotage something to kind of stall <laughs> some plans? I mean, whether or not, like, the generator suddenly doesn't work, or the generator wasn't well, or... Something happened to the generator last night. Maybe the... Is is there any kind of trucks? I'm going to look around to see if there's any kind of like leftover trucks from the catering company left here. Like a box? Like, what are you trying to do? Like a box truck or something? Trying to, like, well, what's the end goal? I don't know. Just, I just want to scope it out. Like, is there any any signs of the catering company that was just, like, left here outside of the stuff that was stored in the, in the barn? Like, equipment-wise, or... Like vehicle-wise, uh, um... Probably a couple box trucks left when the stuff came in, or they're using the kind of cart the stuff around, but... Okay. So, yeah, just if we need, like, a weird distraction for that the day of, we need to tamper with some of the materials there. You mean put, like, a little mini explosion on something that in case we need to, like, plan an exit kind of thing? You know, I was thinking about cutting, like... A, like a gas line or just making it look like a gas line was leaking i didn't expect to kind of go the route of small explosions <laughs> cutting a gas line would be kind of a an indirect explosion if you will no just just liquid just suddenly appearing underneath the truck just general stuff like that well I, I guess i'm not quite getting what you're trying to achieve with that just like be disruptive or a little disruptive just to kind of um cause a little bit of a problem so that way uh just in case if we need to kind of do something that day or whatever have you, prep, prep work, prep work. But if otherwise, no, then I'm not going to worry too much about it. So never mind. Yeah, I guess I'm still not quite grasping what you're trying to do. Like, if it's just make a distraction, like, honestly, rigging up a truck to maybe explode, that would definitely be a distraction. But, like, I'm not sure I'd notice a gas line leaking out of the bottom of a truck if I owned it or if I was renting it. Gotcha. So never mind. If you, like, if you want to do some sort of distraction, um, you can definitely throw some. Uh, you definitely throw some C4, or some sort of explosion wired in under the truck, and then when we need to set it off, kind of thing. Beyond that, I mean, that could be our. You wanna? You want that assurance? I can rig some stuff up. Did you bring C4? With say, where's this magical C4 coming from? <laughs> well, I would have to come back, but yeah, I can rig some up if we need just, to come back. To it. a, it's Wednesday, so a, we still have time. Just out of duct tape and paper clips. You yeah. know, come on. Yeah, I'd have to come back another night, but I can. It is Wednesday. We still have time. If we need to, then we'll then we'll go back. We'll go back into it. Just kind of coming up with just just in cases. Did we did we bug the truck? You can. Uh, you haven't yet. I I'm gonna go ahead and bug. The truck. Sure. Actually, the bug the truck is the cabin open. Which truck? The kind of like moving truck or the freezer truck? Oh, we're at the freezer truck right now, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna check if the cabin's open. Yeah, it's not unlocked. The, not the yeah, not the back part. Yeah. Okay. So I'll go ahead and throw a. Hmm. I'll find a nice little ink spot in the sure. cabin. Yeah. You got the skills to do that. Yeah, you, you got the skills to do that. Behind the headrest? Uh, in the vents is probably the best area. Yeah. Alright, so yeah. Uh, Alright, we're bugged here. What's next, guys? What's your next? Uh, we should probably consider breaking inside. Alright. Um, we have a... Should we cause another collapse? Oh, dang it. We could have used that collapse in the... Or not the col- co- not collapse, but... 
could use the distraction from the barn as a means to kind of go inside. No, these, these guys' patrol is pretty bad, so we should be able to sneak in pretty easy. Mm. I mean, there's nobody patrolling inside, right? Yeah, the guy's just kind of outside. He looks like he's chilling off kind of down towards the end of the road even at this point. There's no security system, right? Like, when, if we open the door, it's not going to buzz or, like, alarm. Haven't encountered anything that would indicate that so far, no. Again, it's a historic property. Well, you know, you never know. I mean, yeah. I guess, do we try one of the doors? I guess, like, let's ask the question. Like, so there's the main doors you could, like, you'd have to probably sneak over a little bit towards the dude to try and get access to, but there are a bunch of side doors you could try. There are a couple that are kind of aimed at the trucks that you'd probably guess were at one point at least unlocked that day because catering had to come and go. We didn't, we didn't find, like, keys or anything like that with the... No. In the nope. kitchen equipment in their truck? Okay. Nope. We can, try, we can try one of the side doors. That's for the story from that guy. Obviously checking for, like, a door, door lock or cameras or anything. Uh, door alarm, excuse me. Should I try a side door, though? Yeah. Give me a look. Boom. Success. Yeah. It was unlocked. It makes sense. They've been in and out through all the, the entire day. It's not like people are going to come and break into this place. There's a security guard here. They'll keep stupid teenagers away. Yeah, so you kind of go in, and the inside where you've entered used to probably be the servants' quarters of some kind. There's a bunch of, again, the kind of staging gear in there. There's a variety of kind of linens stacked up on a couple of the surfaces. There is what appears to be kind of shoved off in one corner, a makeshift desk of some kind. Like someone just kind of set up a workstation of it. It's got a collection of binders and books and a couple of recipe books on it and some other kind of like pieces of paper with some notes scrawled on them and some post-its and some other stuff like that. Uh, I want to start looking at some of these uh, notes. Sure. See what's on it. I mean, do I need to do I need to do a search to read a couple notes? No, yeah, yeah. So that's I was, I was so sure if you can definitely do that. Yeah. So you start kind of going through this stuff, and um, most of those kind of inane, kind of just some names for some various people assume to be catering personnel or something, maybe some local contacts of some kind, some kind of like a couple of directions or addresses to some local kind of food places that they need to stock some stuff up. But you do kind of find, kind of scrawled on a piece of paper shoved into this version of the planning binder, just a note labeled Banquet Entries. Oscar Nelson is bringing his own entree. The Norrises are vegan. This you find says Banquet Entries on it. Uh, the top one is just the top name. It says The Keeper, and it says Jamaican, question mark. One below is Samuel Bolton. It's um, requesting an Irish or Celtic stew of some kind. Jacob Watts wants Ethiopian. Oscar Nelson is bringing his own entry. Jackson West wants Chinese, Cambodian if possible. Mono Tool wants lean cut, hormone free, GMO free. Fraser Tucker wants Indian. Uh, Stella Tucker wants Indian, minimal heat. Sophia Scott wants Cuban. Mexican is acceptable depending on supply. Yuria Norris is um, wanting something vegan, no salt, turmeric base if possible. Laura Norris is vegan, no nightshades. Kasha Yang is barbecue, preferably Memphis style. And Hester Wilkins wants gluten-free. Who the hell asks for no nightshades? That's an allergy people have. People with macrobiotic diets? Yeah. Ah. It's a thing. I was going to roll a cult just in case if that was a werewolf. Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's a, that's a dietary thing. Some people are allergic to the entire nightshade family of plants and vegetables. Okay, yep. cool. It's a somewhat rare one, but yeah, no, it's a thing that happens. People have certain dietary preferences. Again, that's one of the two lifestyle guru people, so they could possibly be kind of doing something with that. You know, the no nightshade diet at that point. It's the nightshades that are causing the problems. So this is a, was it, uh, sorry, yeah, Faust has found the note. We haven't seen this yet, right? So you can probably shows it around some, but yeah, no, okay. Faust has it right now. So I look at the group and I say, what's the over-under that this is the type of this reads creepy like considering they have all this stuff they have pairing i don't know i don't like the vibe on this one we know it's not a sex cult century danny mentioned that they had like a little bit of a sex cult maybe she's not like the entire part of it but there's like a little bit of it well i gotta also remind you that like some of the research you did into the century club does kind of date back to like that olden days of like old school 1800s 1900s adventure clubbing where it was like oh we're gonna see the world and experience cultures but in the worst way possible yeah, they're eat this is their version of ethnic food is eating people of these, these uh, ethnicities. Uh. Faust is going to skip a beat and just ask and clarify, did you just say this is the kind of people they want to eat? We ruled that it was a sex cult, or at least it's minimal sex cult. So it's not that. It's usually cannibalism. But who knows? I hope I'm wrong. Honestly, I'm hope I hope you're wrong too, but I, I, I don't know if I could be surprised at this point. 
I kind of want to look through the recipe books. Is there like a pattern? Is there any kind of mention about goats? No, it's a whole kind of mishmash of various cultures. You do eventually find, though, it appears to be kind of a old school handwritten recipe titled The Ageless Banquet. And it's kind of a little bit vague, though, like it's kind of more about presentation, how long to cook things for and stuff like that for it. Uh, it never specifies exact ingredients. It's more about the ritual of it, if you will. Almost seems to be kind of like uh, the presentation aspects of it. But it's weird. Like it's it's old school, but it's also kind of like decorated like a chef might decorate a specific uh, favorite recipe card or something. It's well worn. It's been folded a bunch of times. It's got a bunch of thumbprints on it from some sauces. So it's a very used menu item, if you will. I want to do an occult roll to see if any of the um, ritualistic like uh, tendencies happens to match up with or seems kind of familiar with some of the other rituals that I have studied. Sure. Failure on that occult roll. Aside from the timing aspects of it and the fact that it's kind of a very specific way of serving and stuff like that, it doesn't seem like a ritual. It's just kind of a weird hoity-toity rich people way of present of serving food, apparently. I'm going to take a photo of that. I'm going to take a photo of the uh, the entree list. I'm going to go ahead and text the entree list and the ageless banquet over to Florence. So just found these. Might be nothing, but otherwise just for reference for later. Shall we move on to the inner part of the mansion? I'm going to kind of look around from where we're at to see what else we can Yeah, and you've got kind of maybe not infinite time, but like low pressure. Like don't go turning on a bunch of lights or something, but yeah, you, you're kind of low pressure inside. The guard is still outside. Yeah, he's probably on his phone, kind of just being bored and poorly guarding this house. Again, he's there to scare away teenagers. Yeah, it's he's not kind of high on his job at this point. He's probably local security of some kind. Easy enough kind of thing. So yeah, you're going to spend some time bugging the place kind of effectively? Yep. All right, cool. Yeah, so everyone inside, just give me a stealth check. I'll even give you a plus 10 on that. We'll kind of hand wave this entire thing, so I need you to go through and describe everything you bug, because... I don't know what's inside this house exactly either. Plus 10? Yeah. Uh, 89 fail. All right, so that's one. All right, so Foxtrot has failed. Faustus has passed. Francis. Damn, success. Look at me, legend. Yeah. Foxtrot's fuck-up wasn't enough to kind of bring the hammer down on you, but you do kind of... Maybe you're not quite as stealthy as you want. Like Maybe the guard comes in once and waves waves his flashlight around something and he heard something, but it's also an old house. They make weird noises. Yeah, you make more or less a clean getaway through all of this. Nothing overtly bad happens. You get your bugs in place. Feel pretty confident about that. Well, this is all going on. They've gotten some texts outside, Florence. What, what, what's up with you at this point? You've been kind of watching all of this. Maybe you're occasionally sending the text in about like, hey, the security guard's coming back or something like that. You do see security guard kind of frantically running the house at one point and kind of slowly walk back out, just muttering him to himself. What are you doing through all this? Well, uh, she's just making bullets, but I think after she makes a few, she um, she does like sit back to just watch the security guard and, and dozes off sure. for a bit. Get some sleep. You want me to see how many bullets she was able to make? Yeah, get, uh, roll one d ten for that. All right, nine. How high is your willpower? Its current state. Yeah, uh, eleven. You actually only managed to make five, no, six of those bullets, and then you just pass out. Gotcha. Yeah, so you're kind of you're just kind of in your working through them. You're working. You just kind of just suddenly, as you're working on the last one, you manage to make you just kind of slump over, just unconscious at this point. Good to know. Yep. All right. Uh, so kind of the house team. You're out of the house at this point. I'm assuming you've escaped the house. You going anywhere else? You kind of gotta go back and extract at this point. Yeah, I think we'll extract. All right. Unless 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 do you think we need to get, do anything else? No, you kind of hit all the points of interest. There's you, you kind of checked out the truck that's got the freezer stuff on it. Yeah, there's not much around to investigate, really, though, either at this exact point in time. Let's see. We got the notes from inside the place. There wasn't anything like, hey, I'm a big clue, right? Yeah. As you guys were kind of extracting out of the house, you find Florence just passed out where she was hiding in the woods, just hard unconscious. Um, I tried poking her awake. She is out, out, like... Maybe it's the exhaustion finally catching up with her. Who knows? But yeah, kind of like in a pile at her feet are six of these kind of strange bullets she had from a couple of days ago that she handed over. She's kind of like worked her fingers to the bone a little bit. She's probably cut herself a couple of times. Like it's just, she is a little bit wrecked. Like she just looks like on the verge of getting sick maybe and is just out. 
like passed out, like maybe she even like fell face first into some dirt or something like that, levels them out. As speaking of which, has anyone actually seen Florence sleep lately? Or no, Florence Never. has slept. <laughs> uh, she's been up the last time she was up, and I stayed over at Midas. Gotcha. I want to roll a forensics just to make sure that that was not something that, like, no one was here that like attacked her or anything else like that. So I don't know if that exactly <laughs> failure on the forensics roll thirty two out of thirty. No obvious signs of assault or attack of any kind. Mm. Well, it just looks like she just kind of passed out on her own record. Who's carrying her? Yeah, I, I mean, I can. Cool, because... Well, Charlie, do I need a certain, like... Nah, she's pretty light and stuff like that. Like, it's, that's that's fine. Okay. She's she's a wee thing. All right. You, well. drag, her, you drag her through all the mud. <laughs> <laughs> that would... <laughs> uh, so even part of the way out of the woods, she kind of starts to come to a little bit. She's very groggy. She's definitely out of it. She's kind of... She's gotten back that one will point that brings her back from unconscious land. But, yeah, she's definitely out of it. Uh, so you're going to go back to hotels at that point? Or kind of, I guess you're in motel territory at this point, most likely. Like, your best option is probably, like, uh, Days in by Hilton. Or not Hilton, by, like, uh, Holiday Inn at this point, given your regionality. Like I said, we go, we go a couple towns away. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, kind of cheap. Obviously. Uh, the, the true Delta Green hotels at this point, the cheap, kind of ratty motels. Yeah, yeah. Wh- whatever's cash only and has the most, like, lot losers. Yep. <laughs> definitely a thing you can get to and so uh, a fun little factoid about upstate new york is close you get to canada the more confederate flags you see for no discernible reason that i've managed to be able to figure out so yeah you find a place in true yankee territory with three kind of just what the hell's going on in this goddamn state's pickup trucks parked in the kind of parking lot for it and you, you go into the main office for this thing and just this ghoul of an old woman is there and it's just like $60 a night honey the air conditioning works the rooms are clean last time we checked are you staying or not we're the only hotel for several months when was the last time you checked what's today Wednesday, Wednesday. Tuesday then they've been vacant since then <laughs> I promise gotcha uh, uh, 60's a little high 60's a little high we're only staying uh, just the night Oh, you're staying a whole night, are you? That's a a lady da, Mister Brings, and I'm a semi-unconscious woman and two other strapping men to my establishment here in upstate New York, and staying a whole night. I try not to judge people like you, but all right, here's eighty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you're all staying in one room, are you now? No, 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 no. 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 I'm staying be, in a separate room. I will be taking my own room, please, and thank you. Yo, no, no, this is $80 for me not associating with any of them. Oh, so you're too good for your friends now, are ya? Uh, who? Alright, so each, yeah. each cop up 60 bucks for your rooms? Yes. I just, yes, I just throw down three 20s and I just hand, leave my hand out for a key. She makes a big show of getting out, like, the counterfeit pen and hitting all of them without ever making eye con- without ever breaking eye contact with you, just like, this is her, like, this is how she has her fun with people like you that are obviously tourists. Yeah, so you you get some keys, you find the rooms. The rooms aren't terrible. They don't, they have a bit of a smell to them of strong cleaning fluids. They're all next to each other. <laughs> uh, it's there's no water damage as best you can tell, but definitely feels like there should be. There's no nothing dead. You don't hear anything scuttling about. The linens on the bed do appear to be kind of clean enough, if you will. The towels either have managed to kind of fade to this shade of white or were always this shade of white, but you're pretty sure it's not that type of situation. This is a real depressing motel room, but no one's going to be looking for you guys here. Consider sleeping in the car. Yeah. Uh, or <laughs> sleep in the car. Yeah. I will sleep in my room. Yeah. Yeah, I check, I check for bloodstains, especially under the, the mattress. <laughs> no, no bloodstains. Again, it's just a kind of not great motel in upstate New York. Uh, I just flip the mattress, uh, or just flip the mattress up, just to kind of check and search the room for any kind of weird things. No, nah, nothing, nothing weird. Yeah, it's you all are kind of paranoid enough. You'd find something like that pretty easily. Yeah, it's just uh, you know the type of motel you're renting room at. Yeah, it's the only option, and it knows it. Just, just last, last minute cleaning, clean sweep. Yeah, probably around eleven p.m. or so. You hear. Two people outside just yelling at each other. It's probably a man and a woman, and you're not quite sure what they're yelling at, but they just say the word idiot and fucker a lot at each other, but like eventually they seem to make up and either go back inside or drive off. You can't quite tell. Yeah, it's it's a great place you're staying. 
do um Florence and uh, Francis sleep in the car? Oh no, no, I was just making a joke. <laughs> no, fair. I I would totally believe if you did. Does Florence actually sleep in the car? Yes, she does. All right, cool. So everyone is going to get a full night of sleep from this. Um, no bad dreams, no nothing weird like that. Uh, but kind of around, I don't know, one or two a.m. Florence is going to wake up just coughing like crazy. It's um, this is probably kind of her first full consciousness back from passing from passing out in the woods. Uh, and maybe she's getting sick. Maybe it's some pollen or something she's not responding well to. But she does kind of like. Costro saw like 30 seconds or something. At the end of it, just kind of coughs up like a dark, maybe she kind of ruptured a blood or neck or something, but like just kind of a little bit of a black mass comes out of her with, along with all the coughing. Uh, she's going to call um, Francis and tell him that she's going to go check herself into uh, just the ER for the morning. Uh, it's nowhere near that bad. Like, it's this is kind of like, this is a, this is more just you, like you coughed really badly for 30 seconds and that seems to pass once you dislodge whatever the heck this was from your throat she calls francis and tells him that she's going to be using his room and goes and just make sure that what she coughed up was blood she's yeah. gonna set up her lab and oh no no need for that even so once you get this thing under some light and stuff like that it's are you in the bathroom for this like what are you doing for yeah, this bathroom yes yeah, so you got the lights on you probably washed it off so there's a little bit of blood on the outside of it and once you kind of wash this thing off a little bit it's it's weird, like, it's about kind of the size of, like, a small ball bearing or something. Like, it's almost like a it's a small square of some kind, almost, or a small rectangle. Like, it fits between through your fingers really easily. Like, like coughing this up was a little bit painful, but, like, not any room for alarm. And it's a black, weirdly polished, just kind of cube of some kind. Uh, um, yeah, Florence will, will call... Pine, actually. Do not call Pine ASAP once you have coughed this thing up? Yeah. Give me a luck check. 35 out of 50 success. Yeah, so kind of exasperated sounding Pine picks up. <laughs> yes, agent. Hey, I need to know, like, what reports we have on the Broadway green box and some symptoms or things that happen to some agents after visiting. Yeah, here's some tapping, kind of just a couple pauses. Uh, aside for a couple of them developing, uh, there's a bit of mold in there and a bit of uh, this real dust problem. No reports of anything serious. Uh, Bad coughs. It's a drafty, musty space in New York. So yes, uh, agent, you need to be more specific. Anyone cough up blood? I'm sure one or two might have, uh, but they also may have been worse states. Are you feeling sick all of a sudden? Was there an obvious, I guess, leakage in there or something? I I'm finding is that there's a collection of kind of strange marionettes in there, a couple dolls and some firearms based on our records. Yeah, something in there is alive. Probably getting out after I locked the door, but I coughed something up. I was wearing a mask when I went inside, but she'll describe what it is. Okay, and there's a long pause, and you said a black cube? Mm-hmm. That's strange. Does it look anything like the obelisk from Midas? Does it look anything like the obelisk? From oh yeah, Midas? it's the same material. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> no. Oops. <laughs> yes and no. I'm not sure. Yeah, kind of. There have been a few reports from Bryce about some of his employees developing mild bouts of cancer that were ultimately diagnosed as a blockage of some kind in their system. We've long suspected they were in some related to the obelisk of some kind. Never enough <sighs> to move on the obelisk, and the one time we did, it seemed to grow back. So you're saying, like, I might have cancer? If you've managed to dislodge the item upon your on your own volition, we've found you're probably fine, but... Okay, what should I do with it? There's another pause. We're not sure. All of the other obel... Like, all the other... We've never successfully recovered any of the masses removed from the allegedly infected employees of Bryce's before. Do you want me to study it for you? Whatever you feel fit in this case. I, you coughed it up. Are you, are you feeling better now? Uh, is she feeling better? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't worry too much about it. Okay. And she just hangs up. Yeah. Uh, she's going to 
seal this thing and whatever she normally would that she'd consider like a biohazard and yep. just stuff it into her bag. And Sure. Thanks, Francis. Goes back out to the car. Francis is still asleep. Yeah, she still just goes back out to the car. Goes back to sleep. Yeah, so uh, before you fall asleep, you get an alert from your stock trading app. Uh, your garbage stock that you invested in, the company you invested in has indeed had some action happen to it. So they were, so the company itself managed to bottom out, but in kind of a bizarre last minute turn of events, a, um, an IBM like company chose to acquire the entirety of the company for its manufacturing purposes. It had a variety of facilities across the globe that could be repurposed quite easily into new facilities for manufacturing of goods. And your garbage less than penny stocks have overnight skyrocketed to 50, 60 bucks a share. Easy. Uh, They're probably going to be sticking around that area, right? Because now they're, well, I mean, yeah, they're probably going to be floating around the area that the, the company that acquired them is yeah, at, the, right? the, the deal's not done, but now the company is something immensely valuable because it's being acquired by another company. Yeah, like it's, this is a stock boom. I see. Uh, could I do like an intelligence check or something to see if she thinks that it's going to hold there or drop back down? Oh, yeah, and I'll say the... it will. Like it'll hold for a while. Might even go up some more. <laughs> okay. Um, and you, you bought what, these stocks at pennies? Yep. Yeah. A piece? Another fifty, sixty a share. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you should sell. Uh, yeah. Um, what does your throat cube say? <laughs> <laughs> I think Florence will probably sell the stocks. I mean, that's she bought like what seventy some odd thousand worth yeah. of it. Yeah. Oh no, she, this is some serious money she now has. Yeah. Yeah, she sells her stock. Yeah, this is this is a great point to buy uh, cash out hypothetically. These kind of things just don't happen either, though. Who could have seen this coming? Yeah, right. Uh, she sells. Um, she sells half of it. Sure. Um, and we'll keep the other half in. Sure. You know, just for a cool couple mil. <laughs> yeah. Has Florence gotten eight hours of sleep yet, or does she need to Not go back? Not yet, to but bed? You, but you will. Yeah, you, you will. Yeah, she's gonna try to go back to bed. And that will be the end of Wednesday for us, I suppose. 